one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to The Abolitionist's Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is The Abolitionist's Roundtable in Michigan, and this is Phil Stargell, and we are going to go into a, a few things this morning, and uh, I'm going to uh, ask my uh, uh, co-host, uh, Bruce Flurry. Good morning, Phil. Derek, we want to say uh, a good uh, morning, and uh, I hope you had a great Christmas, and I also hope you are looking to the new year with the same enthusiasm I am, mm-hmm. with, the, with the with the with the caution of the fact that uh, we've taken a beating over the last four or five years, and we've allowed it to happen because we just don't see that uh, that there is a revolution going on, and we uh, have allowed the Democrats to turn that around and make it look like the former president, Donald Trump, was trying to create a revolution. And this is, uh, this is just shows you how cunning the Democrat Party has been over the years. And I had someone ask me, were the Democrats smarter than the Republicans? I think that they're much more cunning and much more uh, planning and using all of their effort to, to mm-hmm. accomplish one mission, and that is to take <laughs> out, of, uh, out of control of the uh, Constitution of the United States. Right. So what I want to uh, ask um, my co-host, Bruce, what do you think? And uh, good morning, Bruce. <laughs> well, good morning, uh Good morning, Phil, and good morning, Derek, and good morning to everyone out there. I wish you a happy new year uh, starting Monday. Uh, I'll tell you, we've had a, a few uh, ups and downs ourselves in, uh, at uh, Casa de Fleury, as we call it here. But uh, we soldiered through it, and uh, we're ready to turn the page and uh, look forward to a, to a new year. But uh, I'll tell you, Phil, uh, we have our work cut out for us. Uh, you asked, uh, when you were asking the Democrats who are smarter than the Republicans, I think the Democrats uh, philosophically are bankrupt, they're morally bankrupt, but they do know how to message. I mean, how else do you, how else do you explain the fact that they are have been so wildly successful at turning history upon itself, whitewashing their racist past, the fact that they, and then, and Nikki Haley, uh, this this reminds me, uh, this brings me to, to comes to mind about this situation that happened the other night with in, in New Hampshire with Nikki, with Nikki Haley. She was asked uh, what was the cause of the American Civil War, and she and she couldn't answer it right straight away. All she did was talk and talk and talk about how you know the the size of government, the scope of government, letting people live free, and all this type of thing. 
And then when she was finally nailed down on slavery, she says, well, what do you want me to say about it? Well, yeah. wait a second. She said it should have a lot to say about it. Yeah, okay. she had she had the she had, she had one heck of a lot to say, Phil, and she should have turned it right back on this. And and here's the here's the audio uh, from uh, courtesy of uh, courtesy of our great uh, producer and call screener and engineer Derek. Uh, Derek Stoney was right on it. And let's hear what uh, Nikki Haley had to say in her own words, Phil, and then we can comment on it. Mm-hmm. What was the cause of the United States Civil War? Well, don't come with an easy question right again. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? I'm sorry? I'm I'm not running for president. I I, I wanted to see uh, your on the cause of the Civil War. I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government and what the rights of the people are. And we, I will always stand by the fact that I think government was intended to secure the rights and freedoms of the people. It was never meant to be all things to all people. Government doesn't need to tell you how to live your life. They don't need to tell you what you can and can't do. They don't need to be a part of your life. They need to make sure that you have freedom. We need to have capitalism. We need to have economic freedom. We need to make sure that we do all things so that individuals have the liberties so that they can have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to do or be anything they want to be without government getting in the way. Thank you. And in, in the year 2023, it's astonishing to me that you answer that question without mentioning the word slavery. What do you want me to say about slavery? No, um, uh, you've answered my question. Thank you. Well, I think she answered that question for a lot of people, although it was really a ham-fisted way of expressing herself. I mean, Phil, she was, uh, this This is what troubles me about this woman. Uh, she, she, she governed the state, Phil, that started the whole thing. Okay, they fired the first shots at Fort Sumter in 1861. And, and, and prior to that, Phil, in 1832, we almost had a civil war, courtesy of a man named John Calhoun, who was a one of the great uh, leaders, I guess, from of, of the Whig Party from South Carolina. <clears throat> she should have and, and drilled down on this guy and just said, I'll tell you about, well, I'll tell you, I'll, let's talk about slavery. She could have turned that to her, to her advantage and, and, and set this guy down and, and, uh, and set herself apart from the rest of the, of, of the, uh, of the people running in the, in the Republican primaries. And there's what, four or five now, right? Yeah. Well, and, and you see that there is a, a return to that mentality in South Carolina yeah. when Joe Biden gives all of the praise and all of the uh, the credit to uh, Clyburn uh, of, yeah. of South Carolina for, for making him the president. I and know. so what does he do? He turns around and does the same thing that happened after the Civil War and, and, and during Reconstruction when South Carolina led. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, we, I guess we kind of lost Phil there, but I, I, I know where Phil was going. Hopefully he'll be back with us in a moment. But, folks, um, you know, uh, he, was, he was about to mention, I, I think he was about to mention the man named uh, Ben Tillman. Ben Tillman was a real piece of work. He was a virulent racist who, uh, who headed up the, uh, the, the, the group, the Red Shirts, which uh, attacked, mercilessly attacked uh, freed blacks in South Carolina, even even cross state lines into North Carolina to cause trouble. And it's really interesting uh, and disturbing uh, a biography of this man if you want to want to look it up, folks. But again, I, I look at this uh, this whole thing. Uh, 
we, we the, the type of people we have running against against the, the, the Democrats, especially when you look at uh, when you look at somebody like like Nikki Haley, some of her past statements. I think you guys will probably recall what she said about. OK, Phil, you're back with us. I was just telling the I was just telling the audience about this is not the first time that Nikki Haley has has said said something uh, uh, shall we say controversial. Remember what she said about uh, about the life issue, about finding consensus, right, Phil? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or uh, how about when uh, in uh, in reference to the uh, to the uh, to the crackdown? I guess we can call it a crackdown by the by the uh, Florida legislature against uh, Disney's. Uh, uh, woke policies of 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 uh, you know of, of open homosexuality and and uh, you know uh, uh, grooming of kids and that type of thing uh, that uh, and then Haley Haley says well if you if you ever move out of Florida we'll we'll be we'll gladly accept you with open arms here in uh, in uh, in South Carolina now and then and then this. I think Vivek Ramaswamy might be onto something. The woman it, to me is a fraud. And we do not need frauds running in. Uh, it may as well be. It may as well be Democrats, right? Right. In our, in our primaries. Be, and that's one of the reasons why we have uh, a situation where if anything that the Democrats say or do, they can get away with it because people don't know what the history is. Yeah. The history yeah. is South Carolina. It's, it, it's responsible for what's going on today. They were the ones that led the country in putting in uh, Jim Crow law. Yeah. Even though they had a majority of black people in that in that state, that uh, and and so what they had it shows you how cunning that the Democrats have been. They actually were of the reason why Jim Crow law is put into effect in the South and black people still voted voted for uh, 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 yeah and 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 and, and right and, and Phil seems to keep uh, you know uh, going in and out here folks but he, he's absolutely right the the, the 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 Democrats folks have done such a masterful job of rebranding themselves they they were they were the, the, the party that stabbed. Yeah, go ahead, Phil. Okay, uh, go ahead, Phil. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, pick up on that thought. Am I fading in and out? Uh, yeah, a little bit here. Um, but uh, we're uh, but you're back with us now. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm losing connection on my side. Okay. Well, uh, apparently, uh, you, well, you're back now. We can hear you. We can hear you clearly. Uh, uh, Derek and I can both hear you fine. But what I what I was saying is that pe people like Mickey Haley. I understand one thing that uh, if they are uh, for the the idea that slavery it w was something good or what, then then uh, then they should at least be able to uh, put it out there that it was the Democrats yeah. that were the people that did it, but not. Uh, to 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 talk about it and not be able to explain the the difference between Democrats and Republicans. You yeah. know they always want to saddle any white person up with slavery. Yeah, and, and, and just forget that it was the Democrats that were the ones that. Yeah, exactly. They were they were the ones that started it. 
And uh, uh, again, we have a, a little uh, little technical issue here with with Phil, but yeah, they were the ones that started it. And and then there's there's to me there's kind of a, a, a sort of an ironic little I don't even want to call it a joke, but it, it's a little saying that the difference between Democrats and Republicans and it takes the Republicans longer to to go communist. But uh, he's right about this. You know, you've got to you you've, you've got to have some some uh, intestinal fortitude. You've got to have some courage. You have the courage of your conviction. You have to have have to have uh, guts to, to to stand up and and to call evil what it is. And to me, Nikki Haley blew a huge, huge, huge opportunity to really put the Democrats on the spot. For their their racist past and their their uh, their involvement with uh, with with uh, with, uh, with 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 the uh, I'd say uh, well uh, let's let's look at uh, let's look at praising praising dictators. You want they talk Democrats talk about praising dictators. Well, FDR, the head, the 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 the, the almost a godlike figure in Democrat circles. When when Adolf Hitler came to power on January tw- January thirtieth, nineteen thirty three, his response was "Good man." Okay, FDR admired Hitler. He admired Mussolini. He admired all these European dictators. And today we have even uh, like like Gavin Newsom, uh, the governor of the state of California. He's praising China because China gets things done. He doesn't say anything about. The, the 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 fact that they are a they're a, a the, the largest prison in the world with over a billion people under the thumb of a tyrannical dictatorial government he doesn't mention a word about uh, doesn't wor- uh, he doesn't mention the word uh, okay Phil we were just talking about how FDR had uh, had uh, had praised uh, had praised <laughs> dictators like Hitler and Mussolini and that and Gavin Newsom today Phil praises uh, China, because they get things done, right? I wish yeah. we could have things like this. Like he, so he says, I wish we could have that type of a situation in the United States. This is the guy that the Democrats want to put up as an alternative to, to Joe Biden. What do you think about that? Well, they are on track to do exactly what he said. They'll be more like China. Yeah. Because the, the, the goal of these people is to make this country dependent upon uh, uh, their leaders being elected through the Democrat uh, 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 idea of democracy. Yeah. One man, one vote. And that really applies to one man, one vote, one time. One because time. Yeah. Once you get this democracy that they're trying to get and take out the, the, uh, the, the Republican form of government that we have now, once that happens, it's all over. We may as well be China, may as well be uh, Russia, or maybe uh, oh, one, yeah. of the, the, uh, one of the uh, banana republics in the southern hemisphere, like our, uh, like uh, uh, Venezuela uh, or or some of the other places down there. I mean, it's so you know, and we're on track to doing just that, taking this country out of constitutional. Yeah. Uh, protection, basically what it is. And now we're headed for this democracy number. Well, you know, you don't even have to look to uh, Venezuela. All you have to do is look uh, maybe two miles away across the Detroit River 
and you'll see Canada. And Canada is as rapidly if, if Canada if Canada is not gone now, they will be very very shortly. Yeah. When you can arrest when you can arrest a preacher like they yeah. tried to do, and I think it was Edmonton. And they, they, they and, and and this and this and thank God there's a video of a of a of a priest I think it was a priest or a minister I forget what faith it was, but this happened during the pandemic, where they were coming to arrest uh, congregants at a church, for for gathering against uh, Prime Minister Trudeau's orders that uh, against uh, you know. Uh, Regarding social distancing, no, no, no large gatherings in a closed and in, in enclosed environment, and that type of thing. When he's going around doing all this other kind of stuff that goes completely against that type of thing, and and God bless this pastor, God bless this minister, he stood the police down, he berated them, called them jackbooted thugs, called them fascists, called them every everything <laughs> in the book. And you know what he did? Uh. He actually got them. To disperse and go back and actually start start uh, going prosecuting real crimes. Now this wow. is, I, this, but the point is still the same. You can you can if you have the courage of your convictions and you stand on on the principles strong long enough and strongly enough, you can beat these people. And this is what we have to do in 2024, starting here, starting now. We should have started months ago, but. You know, there's never, uh, there's, there's never any, any time, uh, there's no time like the present, right? <clears throat> but no, it, because, because of one thing, uh, we've allowed this to go mm -hmm. on for a number of years. We, mm -hmm. we, uh, it's, it started with, with uh, the, the schools yeah. teaching and grooming <laughs> our kids and, mm -hmm. and propagandizing them. And, and, and now we got, we, we're turning out lifelong Communists, yeah, and and yeah. and and, and uh, fascists, and, uh, and any other name that you can call politically name of people that I want uh, uh, autocratic government. Oh yeah, well, yeah, well, you, and, and Phil, Phil's right. You look at the uh, you look at the uh, about the, the the quality, the type of people that that are being elected to office these days. The Cortezes, the Cory Bushes. The the Cortez is the Cory Bushes fill the uh, yeah. the uh, uh, what's uh, I'm trying to think of these uh, uh, the the guy uh, oh what the heck the, the, the guy in in Missouri uh, who was the uh, the the head of the uh, I believe the uh, the January sixth committee uh, all these people these people are are I cannot believe Phil in a nation of three hundred plus a million Americans. Of, many of whom are of voting age and are eligible to run for office. That we, this is the best these 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 districts can do. This is unbelievable to me. Well, and, what, you know what, what, Phil, what I, th I think I think part of it is the fact that you have good black conservatives who live in all these districts, and they are afraid to take to take on the Cory Bushes, the uh, the Presleys, the uh, the Omars, the the Cortezes, because they are afraid of being called racist. Yeah, well, they're scared uh, to death of it. Uh, afraid to be called uh, Uncle Tom's and, and stuff yeah. like that because yeah. that that's the first thing that'll come out on the Democrat side if if you talk about things that are conservative or say yeah. that you're conservative. The first thing you get is that you're a traitor to your race. I you know. know, and I've 
I've had it done so many times to me, it don't even bother me anymore. But I know. Well, but the point the point is the the uh, the thing that's going now is that they have groomed enough of our uh, children in schools. Mm -hmm. the, the indoctrination and the grooming come out of the public schools and it, it's affected everything in this country and you and you see it now mm -hmm. with these college kids and these high school kids signing up with Hamas yeah yeah this and, is and, the, this is the and I, I said a couple of weeks ago this first time that I've ever really been uh, ashamed of the behavior of, of people in this country. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, yeah, and and uh, folks, we have a few minutes before the break here. If you want to chime in before then, we can. Uh, we're certainly ready to take your calls here at seven three four eight two two sixteen hundred. But Phil, you're absolutely correct here. Um, you know, there's uh, we we seem to have lost. I, I'm not. I'm not. We seem to have lost something as a people here. Uh, it used to be uh, we were rugged individualists and, you know, we were going out there, grab the bull by the horns, uh, and solve our own problems as best we can. And it always sided up yeah. with the, with the yeah. underdog. We yeah. always, we always. what are we now? What we got, we've got a bunch of entitled young people who, who can't, who can't come to grips with working a nine to five job. It's, it's, it's too it, it's too it, it's too uh, too paralyzing to them. We talk and we hear about time blindness. It's more like time deafness, Phil, because they can't hear the alarm clock when they get when it goes off in the morning. Tell them to get your butt out your butt out of bed and go to work. Yeah, and and what uh, what we also see is that that the, the they neglected to teach our children how great this country is. They were too busy. Yeah. Talking about stuff that happened in slavery that they were responsible for. <laughs> that they had nothing to do with because they weren't even around then. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what did Rush Limbaugh say? Those who were those people who were born during slavery are now dead. <laughs> yeah. But the but the but the uh but the tactics that the Democrats perfected yeah. on black people are being used today on the rest of the country. I know. And I if you want to, if you don't believe it, you know we still are carrying debt from the Civil War. Yeah, we yeah. are still carrying that debt. We are still paying on that debt today. Yeah. The reason yeah. why, because Democrats will uh, buy votes. Yeah, in order to maintain the 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 the, the idea that the whole country is responsible for slavery. It's the Democrat Party that was responsible for slavery. And yep. this is how they got these kids yep. in, in school and got them to take on the idea of, uh, of you know, if you are uh, against what the white race wants to do against people, as they call it, of color, yeah, then, uh, you know, the people of color are always right. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is, and I don't know how they 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 make it make it out that Jews are are you know are are are, are you know some kind of white uh, plague or something like that. They've been minding their business and showing people 
what they could make, how you make a productive country is not built on race or whatever, but it's based on hard work, ingenuity, and education. And we are educating our children wrong in this country. Yeah. And that's yeah. why you see them signing up to a great number. Well, there's the music. Uh, our last, uh, our last uh, half hour break of the year. We will be back uh, with you after the news, and uh, we'll pick up on this conversation. I got another important uh, topic to bring up before we close out the year on the Abolitionist Roundtable in Michigan. So hang with us. Don't venture very far. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And we're back. And with, uh, with the second half of the last, actually the last uh, half hour of uh, the broadcast year for us here on the Abolitionist Roundtable in Michigan. And, uh, you know, we can't thank everybody enough to, uh, uh, who have uh, supported the show, our, our regular callers and, and those folks who, uh, who uh, you know, support us in, in, in other, other areas. Uh, you know, moral, moral support is always great. Uh, the financial support helps out, too, because that helps us keep it, keep it on the air. So I just want to thank everybody. Uh, on on behalf of uh, Phil and, and and Derek and everybody here at the station, uh, Theron and and Ed and all those great folks. Uh, uh, Phil, these, our listeners have been great, haven't they? Oh, they have been <laughs> remarkably great, and uh, it is just an honor to 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 be able to say that these people are in our audience and listening and and are willing. To, uh, to support the efforts that we have made to bring as much information yeah. and, and maybe bring uh, an idea of how we can make mm -hmm. uh, the people that represent us in Congress and, uh, and, and even all the way up to the presidency, yeah. that they understand that the people should be able to have an impact on the government. Mm -hmm. They should not, none of them, nobody should be forced to watch every day thousands of people walking across our border. Mm -hmm. And, we, and I'm, I'm asking anybody that's listening, anybody that would like to, uh, to uh, have a say, come Wham Radio and talk to the representatives that are uh, uh, in charge of these shows that uh, Wham Radio produces, yep. because we have some of the greatest. Oh, you uh, sure do. Most of uh, and, and they're bringing out information, and it tells and it tells us that we should tell our government that we've had enough of this and we want it done our way, and there's no other way that we can do it, except to, to show that we're not uh, satisfied with what's going on, and we're not going to take it That's anymore. Right. And, and so yep. these people that have, uh, have expressed their opinion and sent their opinion by helping us with keeping this program on the air 
And I just like to, I'm not going to, I I just like to uh, mention their name, but I'm not going to mention their last name. I just want to read uh, the names and say to you, thank you very much. And I hope you had a very prosperous uh, 2023 and 2024 would be mm -hmm. 10 times better. That's, that's... So we're going to go William, J, Gerald, Kathleen, Linda, Miriam, Joseph, Ernest, James, David, Linda, Jay, James, Walter, hmm. David, and Todd. And each and every one of you will get a letter from me expressing my individual thanks to you, mm -hmm. Bruce and I, and, and all of the people at this station to thank you for helping us keep this program on the air. Because yes, you are the, 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 the reason why we are on the air is that uh, your help and your assistance and your donations. And I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And I know Bruce does too. That's right. And let's not forget Milt, our great, uh, great friend uh, who used to be, uh, who we, who we got, got to get to know and, uh, and still, uh, still love very much from our, uh, from the old Joshua's trail radio program on another station. And also a very special, uh, uh, yeah, Caller who's waiting on right online right now, uh, Joe from Wyandotte. Uh, good morning, Joe. Uh, Happy New Year, and thanks for all your help during the year. Yes, yes. Well, rather than say something controversial that'll get myself in trouble again <laughs> and probably get me on yet another government watch list, as if I may not probably already be on every government watch list that already currently exists, then they invent a new one <laughs> just to put me at the top <laughs> yeah. of it. I wanted to call in and, and thank you all for the great 2023, such wonderful shows. And, and of course, I uh, wish you a happy new year and how much I am looking forward to uh, being able to call in and participate in what I know will be another great year of shows to come. Well, thank you, Joe. We really do appreciate that. And, uh, you know, you've you've uh, you've uh, helped uh, help the cause in your, in your own way. You've got it by, by two books that you've had published. Uh, you are one busy man, my friend. <laughs> well, you guys know I have health issues. I'm on Social yeah. Security disability. So, yeah, becoming yeah. an author and writing endless online articles every week, having yeah. started my own podcast, Constitutionalist mm -hmm. Politics, in June, and, yeah, writing books, uh, oh, sure. you know, is my way to be active since I can't 
do things financially or with my health, go as many places about Michigan to be politically active as I once could. It's mm-hmm. my way to stay busy so I don't go crazy and still try to make a difference. So yep. thank you both. Take care. God bless, as well as, of course, everybody, Favron, Derek, you know, behind the glass there. And uh, no doubt I'll be harassing him. Uh, hopefully he'll be covering the Lions getting the uh, division championship, although they didn't deserve to win that Vikings game. Vikings gave it to them. You know, Ed, uh, both Eds, Bondarenka and Hoffman, Pastor yeah. Rick, of course, and – Oh, yeah. uh, who I'm forgetting somebody, obviously, but you know the long list. Thank you all. Take care. God bless. Okay. Well, thank you, and and, and right back at you, my friend. And uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you next week to start the new year. And uh, uh, we also have another caller on the line, uh, uh, Larry from Detroit. Good morning, sir. Happy New Year. Hi. How are you? How are you? Uh, we're we're doing we're doing fine here. Great, uh, having, great having, to hear having, from. Great, yep, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Phil. Yes. Yeah, Phil, did you have something to say? Oh no, no. I, I, I'm uh, just thanking you. You seem to be a uh, new caller. Uh, well, yeah, I just recently found found your show again. I used to listen to you on the other station. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I didn't know where you went, and then um, I got a. Um, an AM radio app uh, in the, in my uh, smartphone and started saving some stations and found your station and was listening to Glenn Beck doing the week and I think during the commercial during his show during his program I heard about your yeah. program so I rediscovered you again. Well, well great. thank you so much. Great to have you there. Yeah, well, it's, hopefully you'll be uh, you'll be won't be a stranger. Uh, you know, hopefully this isn't a one-off. We'd uh, love to hear from you. And uh, you know, you, uh, you, you, you. I know the uh, uh, the other show, uh, Joshua's Trail, that went off some time ago. Uh, have you? Were you kind of out there wandering in the wilderness to uh, try to find try to find us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly the way it was. And, and then I found you. Uh, I think maybe two days ago. Oh well, wonderful. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. We can we can add we can add you to our list of thank yous. Thank you so much for. Yeah. Uh, for calling and, and, uh, and please well, don't be a stranger. I, I, right? yeah, yeah, I wanted to make a comment uh, about something that Phil said about uh, being called an Uncle Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm also um, black and, um, you know, a conservative. And yeah. whenever I'm called an Uncle Tom, uh, I mention uh, to people that, uh, you know, uh, back in the old days, uh, in the old Democrat days, they, I'm one of those blacks that they would lynch. So yes. yes, so you know what I'm saying. So I guess the Democrats haven't changed their their ways because yeah, I guess if it was if it was still if they could still okay. do but, it what, what today, did they'd lynch me. Say, uh, Larry, you can put as much lipstick as you want on a pig, but it's still a pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nowadays they just try to high tech lynch me, or you know, but yeah, uh, well, Clarence Thomas on you. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, yeah. and also one other thing you pointed out uh, when you said uh, people call you Uncle Tom, uh, when uh, uh, when Sam Clemens wrote uh, or Mark Twain, when Mark Twain wrote or Sam Clemens wrote uh, Uncle uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin, Uncle Tom was actually a hero. Yes, yeah. he was. 
and yeah. he uh, he yeah. understood what was going on too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. There is another another point I like to bring out that about the reparations, the debate about uh-huh. reparations. And um, whenever someone mentions that, I say yes. I think we we black Americans uh, should be paid reparations. However, we need to figure. We need to realize who who should be who is a, the defendant in our claim. It's the Democrat Party. America was never a racist country. It was always a Democrat party. That's who needs to pay us reparations. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? They uh, they started the chain of events that led up to the conditions of today. Yeah, it's the Democrat party. If if you if you uh, if you uh, if you pick up a copy of my book on Margaret Sanger's Negro Project, I do go into. Uh, some detail on the uh, the like the the great job the Democrats have done in white whitewashing their their racist past. Um, you know, I've I've put out uh, uh, I have a, a a handout here or, or some some research uh, that I put together all the uh, all the all the all the uh, the the horrors and injustices were inflicted upon not just Black Americans but uh, uh, Americans of of, of every uh, of every racial uh, racial demographic, especially Black Americans. Uh, it's called uh, I call it the uh, Democrats, the party of human sacrifice, and that's exactly what yeah. we're seeing now. With uh, with plant, with it seems the, the Planned Parenthood uh, now they're on the nineteen dollar a month bandwagon. I don't know if you've seen their ads on TV, but they're doing the same thing that ASPCA is doing, tunnels to towers, and all these great organizations mm-hmm. that are trying to do good. And this is the only organization that is trying to destroy, uh, trying to destroy human lives, and they want yeah, nineteen dollars a month from you. I don't think so. Yeah. One thing I point, another thing I point out to uh, mm-hmm. me and a friend were having a conversation. He was pointing out the how the what what America had done to the Native Americans, and I yeah. pointed out that the Democrat Party is the oldest continuous political party in the world today. The They're world. the oldest continuous political party. So the Republican Party was was created because of the evils that the Democrat Party. Uh, was committing, and that mm-hmm. uh, basically before the Republican Party came up, America is basically a one-party state, and it was the Democrat mm-hmm. Party. And I yeah. said, so if you look at what happened, how what America did to the Native Americans, it was the Democrat Party. General Custer was a Democrat. He he would slaughter Native Americans because he was trying to position himself to run for president in 1876. I mean, uh, President John, I think it was Andrew Jackson promoted the policy of the Trail of Tears, the where the Native tears, Americans exactly, had to leave the eastern right part yeah, and exactly. walk out west, yeah. where, mm-hmm. where thousands, tens of thousands died during their and trail. Took, and they took slaves with them. Yeah. Yeah. They took former slaves with them. So, uh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and they. they and also remember bloody Kansas. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is oh, what yeah. I point out to my friends: that every every despicable thing about America that woke progressives like to throw in America's face, that would they were all done by Democrats. That's exactly right. right. Not America. Well, you, it was done by this. Democrats. Yeah, uh, when you talk about reparations, I've got a plan that would work but they would never allow it yep 
we have to force it on them. Not, yeah. not, you know, I mean, not force it on them, but we have to be in power and do it where they won't, it won't be able to, uh, to, 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 to dis, uh, disassemble the idea and, uh, and throw it off into the, you know, as long as they're in the charge. Water you know, down, yeah. Well, Larry, Larry, I, I, I wish we could continue the conversation, but we do have a great American uh, uh, by the name of Ryan Edwards, who does the Edwards Notebook. You're probably familiar with that. Uh, oh, we got yeah, him on yeah. tap, and uh, he's one of the he's one of the people that has contributed so mightily to our broadcast, both in person and through his commentary. So, uh, Larry, I'm thank so you so much for the call. I'm to rediscover you. Uh, okay, you take care. Have H- a happy, happy new year, and hopefully we'll talk to you uh, on a regular basis. So take care of yourself. God bless. Okay, Derek. Okay, God bless you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Okay, Derek, take it away. According to reports, the Baltic Israeli IDF is kicking dragons big time in the war against Hamas. But are they really? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from Yerber's Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. Just days ago, the IDF spokesman released to the foreign media a recording of a conversation in Arabic between an IDF official and a resident of Gaza regarding aid entering into the Gaza Strip through the Rafah crossing. In the conversation, the resident clarifies that Hamas has a hand in everything. Hamas completely controls the aid administered by the United Nations Refugee Agency. The friendly officer asks Gazati, didn't you try to talk to the United Nations Refugee Agency people about Hamas taking over the aid? Then 90 seconds into the recording, Gazati says a key phrase that should get every decent person's individual attention in Israel and abroad. Yes, sir. The agency employees are Hamas, sir. The United Nations Refugee Agency employees are Hamas. Dear listener, Please try your best to convince me that the Biden regime is not aware that billions of our tax dollars are going directly to Hamas. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, to find out where. Go to theronedwards.com. And and we're we're back. I do have to apologize to the audience here. Derek sent me straight on the the authorship of Uncle Tom's Cabin. It was not Mark Twain. It was Harriet Beecher Stowe. So uh, I guess uh, we'll haul out the wet noodle and give me 20 lashes after the broadcast is over. <laughs> well, I have to be there with you to get the <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But uh, another, another person we didn't thank is our far-flung correspondent from way out west, uh, yes. Gary, who formerly uh, was a Michigan uh, uh, resident, but now he's transplanted out to the great state of Arizona. But and, he's uh, just well informed. Uh, where he's kept us well informed, exactly, and uh, and uh, you know, uh, Gary, uh, if you're listening, uh, we want to thank you for your uh, your participation and uh, your 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 uh, almost weekly updates on uh, the situation out in in that state. Uh, we know that you guys are under the gun with this uh, you know uh, invasion that's taking place right now on the southern border. Uh, and our hearts go out to the people in in those small communities in Texas and Arizona that have to bear the brunt of this of this. Uh, of this, uh, this, this atrocity. That's, 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 that's what I call it, Phil. Um, you know, it, 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 that, and to me, it's just unconscionable that any, any government, let alone the government of the United States could be so complicit in the destruction of its own culture, its own population. Um, you know, and none, no, none of these people will call it an invasion, but that's exactly what's taking place. Uh, I, I think, 
what's 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 the numbers uh, projected to be by the end of Biden's first term? 12, 16 million illegal aliens in this country. Well, man, I tell you, that's uh, the, 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 this illegal thing is just is just incredible. It uh, sure is. Uh, I was uh, reading uh, the uh, the rules. And, and, you know, what's, what's allowing, you know, because you hear that um, uh, press secretary, uh, Corinne Joe, uh, whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, Rose Pierre. She yeah. <laughs> too often that the, that the Biden administration is doing everything they can to, to mitigate and slow down the, the crossing the border. And then what do we see is increasing to fantastic numbers. Oh yeah. And then we we uh, we find out that uh, that they're giving these people parole. And now, how do you think it's gonna? What do you think is gonna happen when they are giving? They know that they will not be turned away. They know right. that they're going to be given all kind of goodies. So mm -hmm. you wouldn't need, what what do you think they're going to do? Their numbers are going to continue to go up. That's and if we as if we as the American people don't act and 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 stop this thing. We are. We won't have a country. That's right. Exactly. And, and, and I know. saw. I saw a guy say that he was going to demand that Joe Biden let him in just last week. Yeah. Uh, he said he demanded. Well, I what's going to happen when they demand that they have their own country? Yeah. Exactly. Or, well, you know, know, they'll probably start with their city, saying they want their own city, and some yeah. of them want their own country. Yeah. What's going to well, happen? Well, look at uh, look at Mexico. Okay, in the past several what the past what twenty years, it's been yeah. estimated that now ten percent of the Mexican population lives north of the border, mm. in places mm. like California, Texas, mm. Colorado, as far as far north as Colorado or even Oregon, and uh, there have been some some uh, speculations about how things would look uh, after the after the Third World War. Uh, providing we don't incinerate ourselves with nuclear weapons and that type of thing, and it shows how the the, the geographic uh, lines will be redrawn. Uh, the United States will effectively cease to be the United States because you know uh, people that have aligned themselves, uh, countries that have aligned themselves with Russia or Ch or China rather, who will emerge victorious in these war games, they'll wind up uh, reclaiming uh, territory that uh, that uh, that we either uh, uh, either purchased or. You know, one in uh, in, uh, in in armed conflicts, and uh, it, it's it's crazy. You got to check out some of these things. How would the world look after World War Two, World War Three? You can actually, you know, you can actually uh, bring these scenarios up on the uh, on the internet. But uh, hey, look, we've only got a few more minutes here left in the broad in the broadcast here. So, uh, 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 Phil, uh, you got the last word. Well, I'd just like to say. Uh, happy New Year and a very prosperous New Year uh, for for people. But m mostly, I would like to ask the American people to wake up and find out that you have been flimflammed mm -hmm. by the Democrat Party, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to the political thing. But they, it's not only there; it's our education system, it's our medical system. It's all a banking system. All of these things have been corrupted by the political end of the Democrat Party and, and, and their minions. Now, the first thing uh, many 
Republicans will say is, I don't want to be political. I don't want to make it a political thing. Well, that's all the Democrats know because they know power comes from polit uh, being political. Mm -hmm. It comes from politics. You vote them in, they hope you never be able to uh, vote them out. So when you decide that you want to give up your constitution, Democrats are all well and good for it. They would that's tell right. you that your most important vote is uh, your right to vote. And that is crazy. Your right to life is the most important freedom that And we didn't get to that this uh, on this broadcast, but we will next week. So stay tuned. Uh, this is uh, because it's talking about the 14th Amendment. Uh, you'll find a very interesting take on how that affects the life issue. Once again, Bruce Flurry saying take care. God bless. Phil. Happy New Year. And let's get this thing back. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.